our path together. A series of audio stories exploring Yukon College's journey towards reconciliation. Over the course of the series, we'll hear from people who are connected with the college, and we'll also hear voices of people throughout the Yukon. Elders, educators, community leaders, and youth. This is episode one. What is reconciliation? It's a word we hear a lot in Canada, so we asked some Yukoners what the word reconciliation means to them. My name is Tosh Southwick. I'm a citizen of Kluwani First Nation. I belong to the Wolf Clan. And my current role at Yukon College is Associate Vice President of Indigenous Engagement and Reconciliation. Reconciliation to me means resetting the relationship and acknowledging equality, uh, acknowledging that many ways of knowing and doing are valid, and repositioning the power, taking a really critical look at what we acknowledge as truth, uh, what we support as knowledge, and who who's in that inner circle uh, that makes these these decisions and, and really gives ourselves uh, the ability to navigate within this academic space. Reconciliation at its simplest to me is really about working together in partnership, but true partnership. Uh, and it is about making sure that First Nations uh, in the Yukon are at every part of that conversation, whether it be about policy, whether it be about programs or services or space. And not just that they're at that and involved in the conversation, but their their input is valued. My name is David Silas. I'm from uh, Selkirk First Nation. I'm a part of the Wolf Clan. I am currently the First Nation Engagement Advisor with First Nation Initiatives. I have also been a past student of Yukon College with the Bachelor of Science. You know, uh, reconciliation to me, um, it, it's a new word, right? You know, it's something that I've never heard prior to my professional career. I'm actually working with the college. Um, reconciliation has been something that for me has been a journey, you know, a learning journey. You know, being immersed in it has been more beneficial to me than actually reading about anything. Uh, being involved in reconciliation, working with our Yukon First Nations, connecting with them and really having them um, define what it means to work under a true partnership umbrella has been uh, really eye-opening for me. Um, so I think that, you know, reconciliation has yet to be defined. And um, I think that the more that we do what we do here at Yukon College, the better we'll, we'll define it and what it means for the North. My name is Shirley Adamson. I'm a Yukon resident, always have been, and probably always will be. I was born here in Whitehorse and lived in the Whitehorse Lake LaBarge region and around Fox Lake as well my entire life. But the reality is, is in truth and reconciliation, somebody's going to be hurt because that's just the nature of it. You can't have an agreement to reconcile unless one of the parties has admitted to some kind of wrongdoing. And uh, the process of truth and reconciliation between Indigenous people and settlers in Canada is a time of extreme ugliness. 
and somebody's going to be hurt in the telling of it. Uh, Joanne Henry. Uh, Well, I'm the director here at CARES, and CARES is Committee on Abuse in Residential School. My name is Kizeh. My parents are Don and Pat Henry. They're both passed on now. My grandmother is Maud Fox. Uh, I'm a member of the Crow Clan with Tezen Tlingit Council. And I don't know if I just notice it a lot more because of the work I do. But I believe, that's my belief, is you need to reconcile with you. You need to know that you're okay. You need to know that whatever you went through, whatever you had to deal with, you're still an okay person. There's nothing wrong with you. We might have been put in these residential schools where terrible stuff happened to some of us. We were treated badly. We were not fed properly. We were, for whatever reason, these guys thought we were no good. But we are good people. And we need to truly believe that. I don't know if that'll ever happen. Robbie Dick, do ya? Toothly, any good see last eye? My name's Robbie Dick from Ross River. Like, when I hear that term, it, I put myself in the shoes of what that means. Like, if I heard somebody, you know, I want to reconcile that. Canada has a long history of, like, injustice and a lot of hurt. Uh, residential schools, and there's, like, a lot of hurt, like, people. And, you know, it can, it can mean different things with, with different people. Like, I can't speak. Of that, like with other First Nations, but I, I, I seen like the different like struggles like First Nations are going through across Canada. Yeah, it's pretty sad. <laughs> it's pretty sad to think of you know what the you know what our people have to go through and have to endure, and and for for them able to rise above that and still carry on and try to you know you know be a good human being as well, even though like we've been through hurt and struggles. When I think of our First Nations, we we are the very definition of self-determination. You know, um, we're we're trying to do our best to to go back to our roots as a people, because that's where we get our strength. As a people, we go back to our culture. We learn our prayers, our ceremonies, our songs. Hi there, my name is Fabi, and I'm originally from Brazil, and I came up to Yukon to study, and now I work at Yukon College in the president's office. I love Yukon and Whitehorse, and I definitely call this place home now. Well, um, I feel like being a new Canadian, it might mean that um, I'm still learning about First Nations, and I can never assume anything and it's better for me to always uh, learn from the people rather than learn from uh, history books or internet or whatever and I think it's also about reaching maybe a common understanding of each other (laughs) 
My name is Philip Alexander Gattensby. My real name is Yankrechli. That's the name that was given to me before I was born. So, you know, uh, the idea of reconciliation, I believe that if someone was to actually really, really say, man, we screwed up royally. I think we just messed up so bad, but we want to make it right. Because we don't have a thing in, in, in Tlingit, they don't have a word for forgiveness but they have a thing called making it right. And if somebody, if all, this, this whole culture that's here now was to say, I get it, right? I get it. We did something really wrong here. I never did it. My grandparents did it, right? But I still bear, you know, some responsibility. Why couldn't we help people to know, right, that, that this has happened and that we can change it, right? And if we could do that, as a, as a whole in Canada, if we could put out that information, say, you know what, we messed up. We did the wrong thing to a people. And we decided to say, we are sorry. Really, we, we get it, right? And I think, honest to gosh, I think Native people would say, okay, well, where do we go from here? And I think that's all that we, we want, right? I think that's all that Indigenous people want is to be to be known, that they're real, they're legitimate. Because I was taught when I was young that I was good for nothing and I was going to go to hell, you know, and uh, as it turns out, I actually did, right? But uh, I got singe marks on my legs to prove it, but it wasn't that bad, you know, and look where it brought me. My name is Albin O'Grady, and I am the program director of the Yukon School of Visual Arts. So something that stands out, some, like a, a, a quote, a warning that stands out in my mind when, when we talk about reconciliation, reconciliation isn't like an indigenous concept. And so I, th- I think about that all the time, being like, what, what are we asking when we talk about indigenizing the curriculum or when we talk about reconciliation and how we can bring that into education, like what are we asking indigenous people, the people who are, who are supposed to be reconciling with, like I'm a, a settler, what are we asking them to do when we ask them to come into a system that wasn't set up by them or maybe that, that uh, isn't super welcoming to all people? I think about how people feel when they enter in this space uh, and it, that's what comes to mind when I think about reconciliation is who feels welcome where and what limits are we putting on people's imaginations or like levels of comfort um, when we ask them to, to come to us. Deborah Lee Reiti. I am the First Nation Cultural Coordinator here at Yukon College. Uh, reconciliation to me is learning from our past, forgiving, being, you know, because it is hard. My mom went to residential school and I can get upset with things and systems, you know, and see how it's changed my mom and how it's even affected us kids, you know, growing up 
But reconciliation is forgiving, learning from the past, and finding a way that we all can work together and never have these things repeat again. Peter Johnson. I'm a member of the Tuzzle Clinket Council. Uh, my Clinket name is Stadutin, 45 years old, have four children, Grand Chief of the Council of Yukon First Nations. doesn't mean a lot, really. I, I'm really tired of that word, to tell you the truth. Um, it's not that I'm against what the initiatives or the program money that's being delivered from government, but it's, it's tokenism in a lot of cases. If you're really, truly going to change the systems that our people are in, it's you got to go right to the heart of it, and that's the child welfare system, which goes back to the residential school system once you start going after the most precious resource. The continuation of our traditions and cultures is always being handed down and you snip it at some point in that history. You know, we're really challenged today by the outcomes of those uh, actions. And a lot of it is just the healthy family, the, the, the spiritual connection that we have you know, just the practices that we've we've always done, the singing and dancing, have really been thrown off to the side, and we're really taking an aggressive approach to bring those back. And, and once you have community members growing up in their own community, within their own families, once we start helping our next generation to be successful and to build that capacity, that's, that is the, the key ticket to our um, longevity, let alone to build prosperity for generations to come. Jody Beaumont, and I work in the Heritage Department for Toronto Kitchen. Well, I think education is the single most important piece when it comes to reconciliation and to understand what that meant to take an entire group of people and not just take away their access to their home and to their land, but then to create a whole myth that denied that that even happened. It's, it's to address those wrongs that you can create every program in the book. But if you're not willing to say out loud publicly, very loudly, that we have a lot of dark history that we, you know, we are responsible for the current reality that we're in, especially as a country that sells itself as all about human rights, it's pretty embarrassing to, you know, just to have a country confident enough to be okay with the mistakes it made. That's reconciliation. That's part of it to me. I mean, we will never have reconciliation until this country actually deeply, truly understands its history. Like it's actual history, not the story that we tell about history. It's not a program. It's not an event. It's a whole system. It's a whole structure. And, uh, and we're not even remotely close, you know, <laughs> you know, talking about reconciliation when most people in this country, like just, just to know absolutely nothing about it through no fault of their own. And then to be so close to even learning about it is so sad to me to think that people are so, and a lot, it's fear, right? A lot of people are really they know it's bad and they don't want to hear it. And, uh, and I get that. But the reason I bring that up is because I think of, um, there's one elder in particular, he always talks about it because he's very, very open about his residential school experiences. And people have said, I don't know how you do that. And he just said, he said, oh, well, he goes, every time I share my story, it takes its power away. And if people recognize that about the history of Canada and just said, we're just going to own it and we're going to talk about it. And then it takes its pull off of you. 
Hi, my name is Tegan Balavand. My Tlingit name is Adeguini. Um, I'm from Kwanlindan First Nations, and I belong to the Ganeteddy Ravencrest. In terms of like reconciliation, educating ourselves as Yukoners, as Canadians, First Nations people, non-Indigenous people, just for everybody, it's important that we educate ourselves on our history, like our full history. And our full history means also acknowledging like the Indigenous perspective. Because oftentimes what we're taught in high schools is from a settler perspective, coming over and discovering Canada when we know that's not the case. And especially when you're from like the Yukon, where our First Nations culture and our First Nations people is such a big part of our history, it's important that we acknowledge that. Because we need to do that for our future generations, and we need to do that so we can instill positive outlooks among our youth, and also understanding among all of our community members. Again, whether they're Indigenous or non-Indigenous, it's important to have that understanding. And you get that by Googling the 94 calls to action, and by Googling whose traditional territory you're on. By doing a land acknowledgement, those are all really easy things to do to educate yourself and as well as to strive towards a reconciliation. My name's Wendy Taylor. I'm a president CEO at Alcanir and proudly in the chair role with the Yukon University Foundation. And uh, in addition to that, I'm an alumni from the college. I am a certified management accountant, and I was able to complete the majority of my education for my CMA through the college. Reconciliation to me means getting to a point where all Yukoners are working together on moving the Yukon territory forward uh, collectively. Uh, But I recognize moving forward, we need to continue to have conversations to ensure we have true awareness of our past and are truly aligned on how we can move forward in the best way for every Yukoner. Dante Danathia da Kathnukuye, Shadale Shayi Yekodan, ING Gitlamet Nije, um, ING Takini Uninje, uh, Luhaha Nuhelkam Geuye. My name is Steve Smith, I'm Chief Champagne Jack First Nation. I think there it's a fine balance between respecting where people are coming from, but then can't just say, well, I'm thankful for being here, but then you're going to do everything the way we want it to do at the end of the day. That's not reconciliation. That's tokenism. There's a fine line between true reconciliation and, and tokenism that still exists today. To have someone assess my capabilities based on my capabilities and not who I am goes both ways, right? I don't want a job because I'm an Indian. I I don't want to be, I don't want to lose the opportunity because I'm an Indian. I think that's kind of the sweet spot we're at. And and, um, it's so complex. And it's, I think it goes down to the individual people as well, right? Like the the individual nations, who they are. 
whether you're Klingit, um, Southern Deshoni, Northern Deshoni, Casco, or, or Tronikwichin or Vundikwichin or Upper Tanana, it's contingent on how those people look at it. So it's, it's always going to be a very complicated and, and, and um, somewhat convoluted discussion because there's so many different uh, variables. Uh, my name is Robin Bradish. I am a citizen of Kalwani First Nation, and I've worked in the area of land claim and uh, escarpment negotiations and implementation for the past 25 years. It's an, it's an interesting thing because I, I think maybe three or four years ago, I had a different sort of take on reconciliation. It's really become sort of a buzzword, and I think in some ways it just sort of confuses people. What is their role in reconciliation? But for me, I think it's in a lot of ways, it's about righting wrongs. And not all wrongs can be righted, but um, I think it starts with the creation of a shared history. So, so much to me about reconciliation is about education of the general Canadian society about what has happened. And it's not to like rehash it or to blame anybody, but it's to build a like a shared history and an understanding of how we came to be the where we are. And then a shared responsibility to move forward. So that's kind of how I see it. I, I think it's different for everyone, and I think we all can contribute to reconciliation in a different way. But I think we're still very much at, just at that education stage. We're really not yet quite at that, that shared responsibility stage. I'm Katrina Cochise, and I'm 25 years old, and I'm a Tronikwitchin citizen. Probably picking up the broken pieces of our citizens and putting us back together. Because, like, they cause so much damage on all of us. And, like, even I've been traumatized from, like, the intergenerational trauma. My grandma went to residential school, so she was not nice to my mom. And then my mom wasn't as bad to me, like, you know, trying to break the cycle and everything, but she was not nice to me. <laughs> I'm trying to break the cycle with my daughter, but I find it, it's hard. Well, like, I don't, I don't want to treat her bad, and I don't want to make her, like, cry every day. But sometimes I just find my mother coming out of my mouth, and it's just, like, it's hard. <laughs> You know, the way they're doing it is wrong by just handing us money. They should be actually sending people up here who can help heal us. Like counselors, more doctors, and um, more programming and stuff like that. Like maybe even a treatment center that's here. My name's Jackie McLaren, and um, I've been in the Yukon since 1986, primarily working in the field of mental health counseling and community development. 
And um, I was also involved, I was the lead counsellor for the three territories for the Truth and Reconciliation Commission hearings and travelled throughout the three territories. It's not just saying you're sorry, the actions, it's, it's what's, what is the reconciliation action that follows and what do people do differently knowing what they have learned about some of the trauma impacts that, that people have experienced and some of the injustices. I like that term because it's, it's implementing. It's one thing to have the TRC and all the stories, all of the experiences and, and all of the truths that were out there. But what, does it sit on a shelf or in a virtual library? What does that mean when we hit the ground running the next day? What do you do differently knowing what you know now? And if you're not doing anything differently, then you need to do some more learning. Because I don't think we can learn about the differences, the disparity, the poverty, the lack of resources, and not be moved by that. My name is uh, Ron Chambers. I was originally originally raised in Burwash and um, been where my mother is from and my father is from Champaign area. And uh, right now I live in Haines Junction. I have for the last 30-some years. Reconciliation. Well, I don't know if we have that term in the first native language, but the idea of reconciliation to me is um, it's a recognition. The, there was, has been a wrong done for too long a time for one thing. Reconciliation is, is the fact that the, the highest position in government has recognized that something wrong has happened. That to me is the conscience of a country that says, okay, even if they don't understand the details of it, they know that there's been something wrong overall. And, and the Prime Minister of the country has said, we apologize for what's happening. It doesn't take back for the people who've had extremely terrible experiences. Now it's up to us to show Canada that we can handle things and do things, and, and that's what we're doing. And our young people today, that's, that's what some of the students here are doing right now. They're the ones going to keep carrying this ball. And I just want them to know that take this history, learn about it, and realize how far you've come, and now you guys got a ways to go. Karen Barnes, President and Vice-Chancellor, Yukon College. Fundamentally for me, reconciliation is a shared responsibility. You know, when we talk about reconciling things, it's like putting things back to a balanced perspective. You know, we're bringing things back to where they're equal or the same. And, you know, it, there's still lots of work to do, but that's what it feels like to me. Um, what I love the most is when I'm in some of our committees at the college and there is a conversation going on around things like traditional knowledge or, you know, how do we recruit uh, First Nations students into our programs? How do we recruit more staff at the higher levels? All of those questions, and they're all coming from non-First Nations staff and faculty. 
And that's what I love most because they've embraced it. They're trying to live it. They really feel responsible for making sure we do these things that we say we're going to do. And that's, that's very rewarding. We are humbled and grateful to the knowledgeable Yukoners who took the time to be a part of this project and to help tell this story. This audio story was produced by LC Creative for Yukon College. Original music is by Jonah Barr. Find us on iTunes or look for the next episode at ourpath.yukoncollege.yk.ca. And while you're there, you can sign up for notifications when a new story is released.